I will not hear it any other way. <laughs> uh, don't care Something about his here. millions of fans once what he's made in, in Tampa Bay. Exactly Tom Brady had an okay weekend. He's Every done that before. Do you feel like... Hold on, wait. No, I, I built this up. Oh. Um, if you wanted to go, who had a great weekend? <laughs> sure, you can say Tom Brady. But like I said, he's done that six other times. Been there, done that. Alex has only gotten engaged once. You and Thomas <laughs> are the people who had the best weekends. And one of you is the MVP. Hooray! Oh, my gosh. It happened. After we thought that it wasn't. <laughs> it, it almost got derailed in true Thomas and Alex form. Um, let, let's go. So there's some other things to get to. A little, I mean, thank, like the best part of the Super Bowl is no one wants to cut each other's throats out because some politician said anything dumb last night. We're all like, that was nice. Let Tom Brady does what he does. The weekend was great. Let's move on. Um, so on Friday, what the night before, you and Thomas had a tiny disagreement, and you thought, and he and he pulled the rug on on dinner. Yes. Yeah, so first, first of all, I'm, I'm echoing. echoing. Is now you're not oh, sorry. Okay, thank you. So yeah, so there was. Um, I knew that we were having dinner on Saturday. I had a feeling. Obviously, we knew I had a feeling that Saturday was going to be the day. And leading up to that, we were kind of running some errands on Friday, and we were mapping out our bills for the month and obviously everybody knows we're saving for a house and I mean I don't deny that money is tight you know like money is tight for us we don't have a ton of extra spending money and we want it that way because we have goals um so I knew that we had a, like a nice dinner planned and I said simply said <laughs> what I thought was gentle I was just like why don't we have a really quiet evening like in our home why don't we just have a really nice you know, do spe do something special for each other, but it's in our home. And I, I mean, in retrospect, I I'm, like if you were planning something as huge as an engagement and then like I know about it, but I don't know about it. And then I make a subtle suggestion of changing everything you've probably been planning for the last couple of weeks. I could understand how you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know it was that. I just thought mm -hmm. you guys said something. I didn't know it was you didn't give me that. Oh, I thought I did. No, no I, you said that, like there was a small disagreement, and um, yeah, I it, now that I know that you're lucky you didn't turn big and green and angry. He, so yeah, and I, I mean, I, I, and I know that he knows now. Like we worked through it, but I know he knows now that I didn't like I didn't mean anything by it. Um, and I also understand that like I can't imagine what he was thinking. And it just it just shows it's just the dynamic of our relationship and that I control all things, even if I shouldn't, even things I have no business controlling. I still find a way to manage some sort of control and then it backfires on me. Sometimes you, you marginalize like a proposal into a transaction. <laughs> so Thomas was a little down about it. And then I was down about it um, because I'm like, oh, my gosh, what if I just ruined it? Um, so like the next day, so this was third, this was Thursday night then. So then the next day, which was Friday, I got him his favorite meal, got him like his favorite shitty, like gummy bears and, you know, a drink. And I literally wrote on the bag, I'm sorry. <laughs> and you know, we moved on and then, um, 
Saturday came and my stomach was in knots all day. I like, like I said, I had a feeling and it wasn't until Saturday afternoon. And that at that point, I didn't know what was happening because I thought I had ruined it. There was no conversation about because I think you and I spoke that morning and I'm like, I have no idea what we're if we're doing anything like I don't know. Yeah, texting and, you was one of the first um, things I the did. After- I, I wanted to know if Ringwatch was back on. R- Ringwatch was still happening. And so I didn't know. And, you know, in the morning he left, he left to go run some errands and he was gone a couple hours and I spent some time with mom. And when I got, when he got back, you know, he was just like, we, we have reservations at eight thirty, And I'm just like, Oh my God, it's back on. As soon as he said that my stomach was in knots. Like I wanted to shit myself and I wanted to get, I wanted to like, then I'm like, Oh my gosh, did I have too much sugar this morning? Cause I, you know, I cut out sugar. It was awful. I ended up taking like two tums in the afternoon and drinking nothing but water because for some reason I feel like that helps because I didn't have ginger ale. <laughs> and then I tried to take a nap because I'm like, I cannot handle this. I cannot handle this. We finally got to, you know, where we were getting ready. And then as soon as I saw this man, what he like bought himself a nice pair of jeans, like fitted. Thomas is just isn't that person and he put on his like dress shoes that he hasn't worn since my best girlfriend's wedding like three years ago and he had on like a really nice button up and a brand new like jacket like a dress jacket and I'm just like oh and then we're cologne and I at at that point we I didn't even think we would make it to the restaurant because he looked so good I wanted to jump his bones you didn't didn't. I didn't see that picture I didn't take one. So we did. So that's it. We barely took pictures. Um, like we took a couple. Everything happened so fast. Um, yeah, we didn't we didn't have and we didn't really stop to have someone take a picture of us. And in the moment, because Thomas is like introverted and he gets he doesn't like attention on him. So I think he did it the moment that people weren't watching us because I, I didn't hear any clapping in the background like you would normally. I didn't even know. And I said, were people looking? And he goes, yeah, they were looking. Um, So nobody, you know, sometimes people like snap a photo and send it to him. None of that happened. I'm okay with that. We ended up taking pictures the next day. Yeah, I saw those. (laughs) I wanted to see. I would have loved to have seen you guys dressed up. So wait, rewind. Because how how did the proposal happen? So we were at Manhattan's, which I love. And it happened just like I thought it did. He intended on taking me to Mansi's and I knew it. I knew he was going to take me to Mansi's. He intended on taking me to Mansi's. Apparently they're booked for like the next two weekends. And he said after the fact, he's like, I just didn't want to wait. I didn't want to wait. I want, you know, I could not imagine waiting for a restaurant. And so um, he, the second best place was Manhattan's because we love Manhattan's and we had our anniversary dinner there in June. And, you know, it, it could go either way. Like somebody could walk in and like, you know, a dirty sweatshirt and not be bothered, but somebody can also walk in in really fancy clothing and still fit in. So we went to Manhattan's and we got this cute little table like in the back that faced out to the patio and there was candles on our table and we were kind of off in the corner on our own. I knew he made reservations, but I didn't know that he told them that he planned on proposing. So they put us in a really cute spot and there was a musician playing, um, like just kind of playing some soft music with his guitar, but he was playing covers. So his first cover was Wyclef, um, 911. Okay. 
that's the song 911. I was in love. I was just like, and I haven't really drank much and we hadn't been out since we were at Manhattan's in June. So I have one glass of wine and I was like, whoo, singing and swaying myself back and forth. It was great. Um, and we were just talking and eating and, um, you know, he went to the bathroom and he came back and I could hear at this point, we like, I didn't think anything was coming. Like, you know, not at that time, but the musician started playing. I'm, I'm not even kidding. He started playing R. Kelly's bump and grind with his guitar in like his soft little like white man voice. It was, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, do you hear that? He's about to play bump and grind. Like in just a, in a way that you would never expect to hear it. And I started laughing and I turn and I'm looking at him. And then when I turn around, Thomas got up and got on one knee. <laughs> and I was like, oh, in between his fish and chips. And I had just discovered that I was full and I couldn't eat any more of my steak. And he got down on one knee. So he, it was like he waited until I was done eating to do it. And then he just did it. He was like, boom, on one knee, popped out the ring, asked the question, said some sweet nothings. And then I said yes. And then he was back in his chair and that was it. And I was I was, I mean, although I knew it was kind of coming, I was still in shock a little bit and I didn't start to cry until after once I realized what had just happened. Um, did he go to the bathroom to like compose himself and throw he up or something? Have. Yeah, he must have. Um, <laughs> did he, was bump and grind, was that coincidence or did he talk to the guy? No, it was just coincidence, oh, which okay. I find to be hilarious. <laughs> well, um, Congratulations! I'm I'm glad it, it finally. Ha I'm glad that Ring Watch was back on in the in before the middle of the day on Saturday. And now my watch has ended. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to say that, like Jon Snow and the Night no, Watch. <laughs> because now, as much as it, it it turns my insides to say this, we're on Baby Watch. No, no, no accidents. No, 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 no. I mean. Yeah, we'll have that private conversation. I don't think that's podcast conversation, but it's no. All, everything's um, the girl that I called Manhattan's yeah. um, on Saturday was extremely helpful and patient. Oh, that's nice. So, so yeah, so then you were fantastic. And she's like, somebody called and they knew and they got you a dessert. And I was like, was that somebody named Eric? <laughs> she's like, I don't know. And then she went back. Um, and found out she's like, yeah, it was. I got tiramisu because it's my favorite. Um, yeah, so thank you. It was wow. really nice. And at that point, nobody knew. And I remember after I after it happened, and after I can't tell you why I was still shocked because I felt like at that point I knew it was coming, but I was still like, I can't believe this just happened. And then I cried a little bit. And then I and then excitement came on. And so I was like, where's our waitress? Tell her to come back here so I can show her my ring. Guess what happened? Because she we for some reason, the waitress and I connected from the very beginning. She was really sweet. Um, so, yeah, my uh, my I didn't know what to do. I was stuck. I was uh, thinking about how I could do a little thing for you guys. But I know that you said that Thomas is, I guess, territorial. Because I was uh, gonna, I was gonna ask him, like, "Hey, uh, where are you?" I and mean, this is before you had told me. I, I wanted to connect with him, but I figured I should leave him out of it and do as much as I possibly can without you two knowing anything, and just let the chips fall where they may. 
no T thomas was so he loved it and then he's like we'll have to text him and tell him thank you and um no so he was fine thomas he's not territorial i think he's just a little slow to warm especially with i have like you're not my only male friend you're certainly my closest but i have other like male friends in my life so i think that naturally he's just a little slow to warm um but no he was he it was just a good night all around like i don't good. i think it was he was really appreciative so was i of the dessert and the, and he knew i was also texting you too like he knew as we were sitting at the table that i would like briefly respond to something that you sent so it was it was fine good yeah i didn't want to put another plate on his stack because i figured he'd be nervous as is so i'm like if yeah. i can handle this myself like, yes fine. so um, then we were we were super excited they also manhattan's treated us fantastic i will say nothing but good things about them then we like took the last 30 minutes to run over to george's and take a couple shots and floyd and elijah were there so that was nice good good Did you get to spend any time with floyd no not really i mean he he kind of he hugged me like he's he did as usual like shouted at me from across the room when i walked in the door and then came and hugged me and i told him and so like we kind of celebrated for a minute and we um, and I, we sat near him, but then he went sat back at the bar and talked to Elijah, um, chatted with us for a little bit and then went back about, about his night. And when I say we went in just for a couple and then left, we were in, we were, we walked in as quickly as we left just cause we wanted to get home and share with family and stuff. And, uh, and how did everybody else take it? I, I, you can bring up the, <laughs> the yeah, whatever you want to say. <laughs> no, everybody else was excited. My one of my best girlfriends, Kiana, she lives in Nashville. She cried when I told her. She was also the one that was, that like got me out of my head when we had the little disagreement on Thursday, Friday. And then um, I didn't really update, besides you, like obviously I talked to you and my brother lives in California. So he was on California time anyway. So I called him because at this point it was like after 11, you know, it was later. And then we did go to my mom's because she lives a couple's doors down. So I just called her and I was like, put a robe on. And I came over and I told her and she's so funny. Like my, she doesn't she doesn't mean it like I you know, I'd call my mom a jerk all the time, but not in sometimes I mean it and other times I don't. But that's just the relationship. I'll say it to her face. She knows that um, she, we walk in and I show her my ring and she totally squints her eyes like she can't see it, like as if I was holding it. 20 feet away from her <laughs> and I just like mom she, she, she's like Thomas oh there? yes oh. <laughs> and Thomas and I always have a good laugh about it and I'm like mom and she's like I'm just kidding and she hugged and you know I apparently there's a lot of parallels between my ring and my mom's and I didn't know that like um so I knew my mom's was gold mine is rose gold but I guess it was the same cut or the same um shape not the same cut the same shape um didn't know that because my mom pawned her ring after my parents got divorced <laughs> but um there's and my the size of my stone is bigger than hers but other than that it's very similar and i did not know that that was interesting so what's the next step pick a date um i mean we have a general idea in mind we we've always wanted something in the fall and it's certainly not going to be this fall. So next fall, which would be 2022. Okay. Um, 
and that, that's about it. That's it's so funny because we were with our family yesterday and everybody's already talking about it and almost to the point where we're like, whoa, <laughs> you know, because um, next, obviously, we would I don't really want to spend any money on wedding planning stuff until we buy a house. So that would be on the immediate list. And then after that, we can kind of set our sights to the wedding planning things. But um yeah, so that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Thomas is so cute. He's already, he's at work today and he's already like on his downtime messaging me pictures of like what kind of tux he wants and oh boy. he wants to, it's so cute. I think it's, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. And he, he's like, I'm sorry if this is too much. And I'm like, I, I just love it. I love that. He's like, I'm just so excited. And I was, it just, yeah, it got me. I was like, that's so cute. <laughs> I wish so. we had uh, Ashley and Bethany on to talk about uh, to talk girl wedding planning stuff because I don't know the right questions to ask. I just keep thinking in my head, please don't get pregnant. Please don't get pregnant. I don't think so. I I mean, I did. We did a no no, obviously, but then I did what I needed to to make sure that I was safe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, you he, know, if that makes any sense. He crumpled up the <laughs> pill and put it in your cereal. <laughs> no, <laughs> but we we certainly spent the forty bucks. That it costs at the drugstore to do what we needed to do, and it's yeah, outrageous. I would have bought two. I would have like, <laughs> popped those, like, pop those things like he popped his gummy bears. But um, and that and and only I mean, people are gonna be like, why would you do that? And this is another podcast conversation. If we want to talk about birth control and what's good and what's not good, it's it's an interesting topic. But I am interested. So is Ashley in sales at the Renaissance? Kind of. She oversees. She's a director of revenue management and oh i see yeah manipulates in a good well good good or bad way she she changes prices for rooms and things like that and and, mm -hmm. and over like she's not selling anything per se but she's managing mm -hmm. the the further back end of that and you know this is how many we need to sell at this price for this weekend to make up for last weekend and things like that kind of like oh, how wow. somebody determines the price for commercials here on the radio station she determines the room rates so I'm curious then what she can, I mean, not that I feel like we're going to be booking at the Renaissance, but I'm curious what, um, if she can help me like identify what's a good, you know what I mean? Like if I'm spending good money or too much money or anything like that. I mean, if, if she knows that kind of stuff, because yeah. people book weddings there all the time. Yeah, she can definitely help. I think she, she mentioned that briefly last week. Yeah. Um, but what I think is most important is obviously I have to shout out Jeffrey Mann because my ring is beautiful. And they, I mean, Thomas could not stop talking about them after as he was giving me more details. And apparently like Jeff came in. So Thomas could not make it to the to the um, jeweler during their regular business hours. Mm -hmm. And Jeff came in special for him more than once. Awesome. Like af after hours, like Jeff himself. And um, his wife, Corinne, was involved in helping him pick it. And they spent a lot of time, I guess, educating Thomas and worked with him on getting getting it paid. And um, I mean, they Thomas just was raving about how fantastic their customer service was. And I guess there was a little hiccup in that when he went to pick it up, it was the wrong size. And so they prioritized it and got it sized correctly, changed everything and got it done that same day um, for us. And so I just, I mean, it's beautiful. Not, it, not only is it beautiful, like it's just a really good quality, but they, I think what's most important is they treated Thomas so well, especially since he 
felt like an idiot like going in there not knowing what he was looking for you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah well, I think, I think they did of, they did i think that's part of the experience I, I would guess not many men go in there looking for engagement rings have much experience yeah. so they've gotta they've gotta help out i'm glad this whole thing went mostly pretty smooth with the exception of a near derailment thursday night <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it all, it, all, it all went as it did yeah yeah no it did so now we're yeah you're right just on to whatever the next thing is and i don't know i told him tonight that we could just kind of look at colors and decide you know what our aesthetic is going to be or our inspirations and just go from there and hopefully 2020 fall 2022 will give us enough time to save and identify who's going i to be the challenging thing is going to be where do we want to have it and i think i might have mentioned this to you but obviously like we live here in toledo but all of his friends and family are in Detroit and half of my family is in Michigan. So, um, how about the Monroe County fairgrounds? Ew. <laughs> no, I was thinking Ann Arbor. <laughs> Ann Arbor that, there you go. It'll be super expensive there. <laughs> I hope not. There's some, I mean these, but these little apps and websites always trick you by, they only show dollar signs and they'll say affordable, moderate, expensive. Like what do you consider affordable is right, that, the question. That's all very subjective. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see. Um, what else am I going to ask you? There's something about the, I can't remember. I'm just glad it all went mostly smoothly. And it did. what did you, uh, what did you get to eat at Manhattan's? I got a steak and um, red skin potatoes. And Thomas got fish and chips. Very nice. Yeah, I you described them perfectly. Um, you can wear anything in there, and they've got all kinds of. They've really diversified the menu. It's one of the places. It was always one of my go-to's when I lived downtown. So. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I love it there. Really dim lighting at night, and so it's like you could easily take a date there, and it's like romantic, um, and not loud and obnoxious. Um, it was lovely. Good. 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 Um, did you watch or have any interest in last night? The Super Bowl? Yeah. Um, I watched the beginning of it. I watched when they sang the Negro National Anthem. <laughs> that was cool. What was Alicia um, Keys' uh, Lift Every Voice? Yes. Um, and, yeah, that. no, I watched the beginning of it. I was at my brother's house still, and then we came home. And as soon as the Chiefs, because I was rooting for the Chiefs, as soon as the Chiefs started um, losing, um, we just turned on something else. Thomas isn't as much into football. So, um, yeah, we just turned it off. So I didn't, and, and I did not watch a halftime show, but I did watch it this morning. What did you think? I, I, I don't know. So... I have mixed feelings about it. I didn't love it, but then eventually I loved it. So I didn't love the beginning of it was, I'm like, it was weird. Those, the, the choir with the red beady eyes freaked me out. They looked like those star Wars. What are those called? What? The Jawas, the sand, the Jawas. Yes. They look like Jawas. It was weird. Um, and then I started to, and then I started to pick it up. I'm a huge weekend fan. Like the, when Spotify let, notified everybody at the end of the year what their like most played song was for me it was blinding lights like i played the weekend more than any other artist uh, like within the last year love the weekend love that he started to do some throwbacks i could hear um i forget it was off of the wicked games uh album i could hear it coming once they all went out into the field so at from that moment on i loved it but 
the other parts of it were just a little strange to me. I wasn't, his aesthetic is a little, I can't get with it, but he's an artist, so he doesn't need me to. (laughs) I thought it was just solid and it's not, it it wasn't that memorable, which is fine. Like, like, like I've been asking for since the election, we need less things to talk about in life. Like nobody's angry. Nobody got pissed off. Like a year ago, there was way too much. And I know it wasn't that much, but there was still the fact that we had to talk about people were upset by J-Lo and Shakira. Like we were reliving the Janet Jackson thing all over again. The dude got out there last night. There wasn't a million set changes or anything like that. He, he, mm-hmm. did, he did his hits. He sang songs that people know and like and got the hell off stage. Totally fine. We got a couple of solid memes. We got some funny people writing out those memes. <laughs> and it was just... It's, if we're doing pass-fail, it's an easy pass, and you know it's not going to go down as one of the most memorable ones ever, ever. I've seen a lot of people say, how come Bruno Mars doesn't go down as one of the best ever? Because sometimes some of the best ever are best for the wrong reasons, and this was just strong, solid, familiar, play the hits, go home. So I loved Bruno Mars, and if I, I didn't think I was going to find something that I loved more than Bruno Mars until J-Lo and Shakira came out. I still remember how the J-Lo and Shakira performance made me feel like if that makes it like it wasn't even just a good it made me feel things like I was so happy and then like a bunch of challenges erupted from it on social media and people were learning like what exactly they were doing so it, it brought a lot of controversy but then I think brought a lot of education and I just remember I watched that game because it was the Chiefs in the Super Bowl for the first time and I watched it Um, Not first time, but you know what I mean. And um, I remember as I was like, oh, this is good. And then by the end of the performance, I was like up and dancing, like on my own in the living room by myself. And the the lights went out in the middle of it. (laughs) It was so good. It was just so good. So for me, them the weekend having to follow that just was not a comparison. You mean you said, oh, you said to say J-Lo. I I was confused there for a second. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, that's fine. But yeah, there was, and there was Spanish meeting in that because it was in Miami last year. Yeah, so was, I thought it was so good. Yeah, I'm again, I'm just glad that you, nobody woke up to anything that they were offended by this morning or that, that needed to be discussed. It's like Tom Brady won another one. He's done it a million times. The game was pretty, pretty non-competitive and mm-hmm. the commercials were solid. We can all just move on to the next thing now. Nobody's at each other's throats because somebody tweeted the wrong thing and... Now we all have to have a heated argument about it. So I have a question. The, I didn't see really any commercials. The one commercial I saw that made me like deep belly laugh, um, Paramount obviously has spent a ton of money on commercials and I've been seeing them build up over the last couple of weeks. So apparently there's a Paramount streaming service coming up, which is, is my question. But the part, the commercial that I loved was the the girl that played in The Walking Dead and now, and she's in Star Trek. And she said, there's a crack in the ice. And then Beavis and Butthead come in and they're like, <laughs> she said crack. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I just deep belly laughed. I, it was so immature. Sonequa <laughs> Green Martin. Yes. yes. Um, so Paramount, <coughs> Paramount Plus, I guess nobody can come up with a more creative name than just adding plus to what they are. But it already exists. Sometime later this year, CBS All Access, which oh. is where Star Trek and some other shows are, is transitioning to Paramount Plus. 
So I, as soon as I saw that, so I would not have put that together. So that's helpful. As soon as I saw that though, I was concerned with how many more streaming sites are there going to be? Are they going to like start pulling shows from other streaming sites like Hulu and Netflix and only putting how friends got pulled and friends is now on like Peacock or something. Yeah. So I'm like, this is, I'm not, this is going to be outrageous if it's now the battle of the streaming sites. And then there's just so many streaming sites. And so if you want to watch Star Trek, you can only go to that one, but then you watch a unique or an original show on every other one. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is, this is going to, this is going to get very expensive very soon. I'm not a fan. I have, I've foreseen this for years. And I think what will happen is everybody will keep Netflix and mm-hmm. to make up for them losing things, like when I watch Star Trek, any of them, I watch it on Netflix. It's also on Prime, but at some point, you know, their uh, Paramount will have all of those. Um, wow! This is why Netflix keeps doing all this original content and how they promoted a couple of weeks ago. There's a new movie every week of the entire year because eventually they're going to lose a lot of their staples, like they've lost Friends in the Office to their parent networks, where those those shows ran for so many years. But I I, I get the wow. sense. Unless Netflix is just completely pillaged of all those kinds of shows, we will all keep Netflix. I don't know if everybody knows that they have Prime, but so many people have Amazon Prime for shopping. You have Prime, Mm -hmm. and then maybe they'll keep Hulu. And and what it is, it's called churn. It's like what I do with the Star Trek show. As soon as it's over, I'm out. Um, So people will churn through things. They'll watch a specific show. And then they'll get rid of it. That's why um, we'll see with, with Disney, uh, with Disney Plus, at least for the Marvel shows, they lucked out by pushing these shows back because now whenever WandaVision is over, the next one will start. And then after that, the next one will start. But it'll be interesting to see how this works with all these other networks. But it, it's going to suck. Speak- it's, it's, I'm, I'm sorry. At some point, people will have to go, we're not, paying, we're not going to pay for this. I'm also completely caught up on WandaVision. Yeah. Can I? So let me throw something out there. Spoiler! Here we go. Um, I was surprised some people were so stunned about that cameo at the end. Uh, for, for one, Vinny, there's nobody I talk more nerd stuff about than with Vinny, and he didn't know about it. I And I looked it up, and that rumor was like all but confirmed last June, mm-hmm. and it was discussed as late as last month. So, uh, yeah, spoiler there. Um, there's another Quicksilver, and it's Evan Peters, who is in the X-Men universe. And Evan Peters, if you don't know, is, um, is, was in American Horror Story for a lot of seasons. Yes, he is. So I knew that there was, some, there was like a crossover coming. I didn't know that it was going to be in WandaVision. And then I was really confused after we were watching. So we, we put on WandaVision to distract me from being nervous about Saturday night. So we literally caught up within two hours. Um, but I, so then I was like, cause at first I was like, oh, it's her brother. It's her brother. And then once they cut to his face, I said, no, that's, he's from X-Men. And then I said, does he have the same power as what her brother had? And then Thomas and I were like, he has the same power. Is this her? Like what's happening here? Then I was confused. And you know, so I went through all sorts of like, (laughs) I don't know, emotions, (laughs) but, um, I, Nonetheless, I was very happy with it and excited. And I was like, good on you, WandaVision. And I, I had picked up quickly, maybe because I'm a mental health professional, another spoiler, and that she had created, like, she seems to, out of her grief, is kind of, not. she may not have created it, but she's maintaining this, like, perf- picture-perfect life that doesn't actually exist. 
Alex, hold um, on a second. What? Yeah. I can't tell. I just go with it now. Sorry. Hi, I'm sorry about that. That's fine. Sorry, sorry. Um, you're, no, so, yeah. Her, her grief, and it, there's been a lot of it. In fact, if you caught it, you, now you can think back. All the commercials that have played during the show, like the fake ones, uh -huh. refer back to the grief and what she's had to endure. And the checklist is filled with big things, which would create the, the broken person, the broken mind that she is. And right. So, um, she watched her parents be killed by some Stark tech. Um, they were obviously brainwashed and whatever else. They were altered by Hydra. Um, but, but, but she had to watch her brother die. Her brother die. Mm -hmm. um, in, in that same movie where, they, where you saw some of the brainwashing or, or refle it reflects back on that. And then um, and then her husband like dies, comes back to life, and then is killed again. So And she had to kill him. So there's all kinds of... Um, trauma. Uh, all kinds of trauma that hasn't ever been addressed and they're doing that now. I'm guessing, this is just a theory, there's some thought, you probably believe that she has created this to insulate herself. Yeah. And there may be some of that, but I'm going to go a step further and say that she had a weak mind, she did kind of create this, and the the devil in the Marvel Universe is manipulating her, and that'll yeah. be a reveal sometime in the last, whatever, four episodes, five episodes of there are, but it's been a very good show. It has. So I picked up on that um, once I don't once she seemed to be confused and that so it was like she was coming to grips and then she would go back into her alternate reality. But then she would also mention she isn't sure who's doing this. And so I'm like, OK, then they're, then they're probably you're right. Like there probably is somebody else involved. Um, but yeah, I mean, the one scene where vision where it cut to vision in his um, vision gear, not his human gear. And it was him dead, like gray with great eyes. And that got me. I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I think it's really good. I love how they're jumping through the decades. Loved, you know, I loved everything about WandaVision. I, I, I agree with everyone else. It was slow to start. Um, yeah. And then as it picked up, I'm like, okay, this is good. I liked the Lagos paper towel commercial, which is a terrible name for paper towel. But that's from, <laughs> that's from Civil War. Uh -huh. uh, in Africa, when all those bystanders and buildings were destroyed, uh, and, and what was the tagline for Lagos? For the mess you didn't mean to make. <laughs> so yeah, it's been it's been very well done. It's been very puzzle boxy, which yep. uh, Marvel hasn't done before because they've done just the movies. And um, the Black Panther is going to have, or no, Winter Soldier and who's Falcon. the guy? Falcon, or they're going to have a show in March, the 12th, I think. Yeah, uh, like I said, these things are, I guess, supposed to be back spaced to out. Back to back, that's now, nice. Now they're, and then right after that ends the Loki show, and somehow they're all going to be interconnected. Um, the the Bridgerton guy, the, the hot guy from Bridgerton, there's a rumor that he has been cast in, um, in whatever comes next for Black Panther. Now, they've said they're not going to recast that, but they will... Um, give him if or whoever it is, and, and it makes sense for that guy because of how adored he is from that series. They're going to uh, make another prominent role for him from the comics. I think it's called White Tiger, and I'm guessing, just having heard everything about Bridgerton, it being their biggest series ever, that's a huge deal for them, a huge score for Marvel. It's it's also a huge deal for him. It reminds me of, um, although I, I, I do you pronounce his name Regé? Regé? I think it's Regé. I'm Regé. not sure. So he has not been around as long, but it reminds me of when Jason Momoa got picked up. So he got picked up by Game of Thrones and then 
after that, it was just his career just kind of shot forward. And then he was eventually in Aquaman. And so for Rege, he was in For the People with Shonda Rhimes. And then he was in a couple other movies. Um, and then Bridgerton became huge. Everybody knows him now. And so now these roles are going to start coming forward. I love it. I find I have a strange like um, obsession with him, a healthy one. Thomas knows about it, but um, I just love him to pieces. And so I'm happy to see it. And I hope that he has a really long career and good, good on. Cause I don't think in Bridgerton, he'll probably be in it, but that's done. Like Bridgerton is going to be jumping to different storylines they're not going to focus on Daphne and uh, Simon anymore. And could, so he will, he will be like a back, he will be in the background mostly. Well, could they, for whatever's next for Bridgerton. So it's not, it's not an anthology, right? Where like American Horror Story, different right. plot every season, but Correct. the same people. It's, it is. So Bridgerton is the last name of a family, the Bridgertons. And so I believe, no, it's not going to change the story every time but it is probably going to focus on a different Bridgerton every time it seems like it, because they have announced that season two will focus on the eldest Bridgerton son where season one focused on the eldest Bridgerton girl. And so they'll just change the focus. I feel like they will still, so that means that Daphne and Reggie, 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 we're just going to say Reggie. They um, will still likely be in it, but their roles will be substantially less because they're not going to be the main character that everybody is invested in. Um, but he, I mean, I don't deny I've seen it three times, two on my own the third time because Thomas wanted to watch it. And even then we got through it in just like two days. It's so good. Hold on one second. I'm going to knock out our traffic reports and then we'll, uh, we'll continue on. We don't have to go too much longer. Okay. Um, what do we have? Check, check, check. Saturday morning, I was picking up coffee for the friend for a friend, and uh, I went to. Have you ever gone to the Starbucks on Central that's past McCord? No, yeah, nope. It's across, mm-hmm. like across from, like if you go down McCord, yeah, it's, uh, if you go down Central, like the there's Meyer, and mm-hmm. then you drive out near Centennial. There's nothing there. It's it's that one. Um, it's a very small drive-through. I don't think they're they might be open for pickup, but I did the drive-through and. Um, I looked at the line and I was like, this is a mistake. And then <laughs> I, I thought about getting out cause I could have gotten out, but I figured it was, it was a, a way to practice some patience. I'm like, I don't, I'm not in a rush. Let me just hang through this. And I did. And little did I know when I got to the, when I got to the, to the window, I was told that I was in a pay it forward line. Oh, the, uh, woman, uh, woman, or girl said, uh, the person in front of you paid for your drink. And I'm glad that I did not hesitate to go, well, pay for the person behind me. Now, I haven't checked my debit card, and I hope they didn't get, like, four giant macchiato, no-salt, extra-fudge drinks that cost me $38. But I'm just glad that I didn't hesitate. So maybe I'm a shitty person. I No, I'm not. But in this situation, <laughs> every single time I've been in a pay-it-forward line, it has been at Starbucks. And almost as if Starbucks is like, hey, why don't you consider paying for the person behind you? I know that doesn't happen, but it's always been at Starbucks. And my immediate reaction is like, okay, well, then I'll pay for the person behind me. But I usually ask. (laughs) I'm like, what's there? That happened to me one time at McDonald's. And she's like, well, you can't do that because the person behind you is an Uber. Like they're like a DoorDash person. And I said, okay, well, then the person behind them. 
I, I would hope that if it was like an, an outrageous amount, like if they did get 30 some dollars and I just paid five bucks, the person at the window would be like, hey, or just they'll just pay for one of them or something because that that's wrong, right? Like they should give you a heads up. Yeah, so they and almost everyone has. Like I have I don't think I had I don't think I've had to ask, but when I when I have done it, they said, um, "Okay, I'll pay for the person behind you, behind me." And they'll say, "Okay, well their order is $7." And I'm like, "Perfect, I'll cover it." Okay. Yeah, she didn't tell me at all, so. And then I'll just yeah, they, I think the respectful thing to do is to tell you, but then that would make it like an like this is like a societal expectation to do that. So we don't want to do that. But, um, and then the other part that always bothers me is if I am at a food place, I want to get through the line before I see the person's reaction. Cause what if they try to like catch up to me and they're like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> and, uh, you, I, I think I've asked you before and you said, no, you've never watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, right? No, I have not. Have you seen any of the memes? Most likely. Um, where Larry closes the one I like is where Larry closes the door. He's like, fuck you. And I'll see you tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I, I can envision myself being in, in a Larry David situation where I get told how, how much the person behind me is. And, um, uh, I don't pay it forward because it's like $3 too much. And then that, that person decides to get out of their car and accost me or something like that. And yeah, but it was, it was nice. It was peaceful. I was in and out. And, uh, I do wonder how long that thing went on for though. That's interesting. And, and well, one person, I mean, but the people behind you, like say you, somebody paid for you. Cause at first I didn't even catch on to paying for the person behind me. I'm just like, Oh, that's great. Thanks. And then drive off. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, okay. So then I, so then I would do that. But I mean, the person behind you isn't going to know, like, what is the cashier going to say? By the way, this was a pay it forward line for the last hour. And that person stopped it. <laughs> I don't want that bad. I don't want that bad karma. <laughs> I, know, I know. Listen, I, I got it, but good. I mean, that's, so I've always had that at the Starbucks at Reynolds and, Reynolds and Airport. Air, airport. Mm-hmm. Also a tiny drive-through parking lot. Like the people oh there at the. Oh my gosh! Ridiculous. Whatever, whatever. I think it's Verizon there. Those people have to either love the fact that people sit in that line and see Verizon while they wait for their drink, or they hate it because they take up the whole parking lot. And um, the other, I don't. I'm curious if restaurants are going to start doing this and if you can actually look into it or not. The Starbucks out by me off of Route 20 is always like the line is always into the street. So if onto you, Route 20? No, thank God. Well, I haven't seen it onto Route 20, but almost. Um, and there's other businesses in that plaza. Yeah. And I'm just like, I wonder how they feel. The line is into the street to just get into to go through the drive through. Um, and I know Chick-fil-A is under some was under some pressure over there off Secor and in Perrysburg. I'm sure it's coming because that is into the street almost onto 20 also. And people will wait in that line. They will wait their 20 minutes to get themselves some Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm curious how long it, it, maybe I should call them and go, Hey, how long did the pay it forward line go? Yeah. And then they'll be like, no, some asshole dropped it, uh, stopped at three after you. <laughs> um, some, we, we can talk about, uh, as we wrap up here, so this weekend, aside from what happened to you and anybody that hates Tom Brady, um, you those were great weekends. Um, it was an awful weekend. It was a savage weekend because a couple of kids were killed at the yeah. apartments around the corner from here. And I was, I was mistaken. Where Braylon disappeared from was Hunter's Ridge. Mm-hmm. And if those 
that and Burnport are not connected. They're pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. Um, one, the the little the other one, little one is in stable condition. They they've got the person responsible for it. It's a, a terrible story. Uh, there was also, I think, a shooting. Some things that happened in Monroe. There was mm-hmm. a killing due to road rage in the area, and something mm-hmm. happened at a Northwood hotel spot. So a lot of death all around over the weekend. It, I mean, it, it, it was really strange. It, uh, most of it was actually ahead of the weekend. Like, I think I, I think we know that the, the young boys at the Burnport Apartments was like Friday night, wasn't it? Or yep. Thursday night? Friday night. And then um, Monroe, I want to say, was Friday during the day. It was at like a gas station. And then there was something else that happened at a trailer park in Monroe. So I think there were yep. two incidents. And then Bridgeport was also... Friday night. It was the same time. We live around the corner from Bridgeport, so I see it all the time. What's and I Bridgeport? mean, it's it's not an. Ex- it's just a. It's a hotel. It's a hotel in a ratty part of town. The Northwood thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I mean that hotel. Like I've there are there were days where I would drive past and there would be a window busted out for weeks at a time. Is so that the, is that the hotel that Northwood has had like dozens of police visits? Visits to, or is that another one there? There is a day, I want to say there's a days in further up the road that that one is actually, if if it's not closed, it's closing. I think that's Toledo territory. I think. I'm pretty sure I saw Toledo police up there all the time. I know for a fact that they are closing, like they're closing their doors, which is tragic because there's unfortunately a ton of families that live there, don't stay there. They live there. Um, Just because sometimes if you have criminal backgrounds or if you are unable to pay for a deposit you pay for a hotel it's just cheaper Um, and then up the road there's an america's best that has had a few homicides and like sex trafficking stings and then across the street is the bridge point the uh road rage was saturday afternoon 341 on alexis near wow yermo so yeah just uh i mean the kids Take precedence. That's the he- the headline. But all in one weekend is unusually sad and brutal for here in our area. Um, I'll, I'll give you something else that makes all of our stomachs turn, and hopefully this will be this will cause the the paradigm shift. It was somewhere in Michigan, some small town. We had a gender revealed death. Mm. The uh, the assholes tried to light something off, and the quote from the story was whatever they tried to light basically acted like a pipe bomb and shrapnel went everywhere and killed a person so that's awful killed the person setting it off like n- the dad no 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 it killed it killed a neighbor i believe the shrapnel flew, flew that far that's outrageous i mean can we just go back to gender reveals with cupcakes or like you cut a cake and the inside is blue or pink or yeah. or or green if you don't want to if you want to let them choose their gender I don't know. Like, can we just go back to that? That's how, that's what we may do when the time comes. Let's not jinx it. It's not anytime soon. But um, yeah, the extravagant parties and stuff just to announce what, if you're having a boy or a girl, is just. It's just this I can top you culture that sadly we live in. Yeah. I, I think I've told you this. My, my, my one uh, pen move. To change the world is take Facebook back and social media back to chronological timelines. If you miss it, too bad. Other than that, it's this: I can do this bigger and better than you, world. I can say it louder um, and more wild than you, and and it fuels the world. It sucks. I may very well like would would want to to you know have a gathering with my friends to potentially celebrate something like that, but. It, 
you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make a huge deal about it. The only thing I could maybe understand, one of my girlfriends now has a boy um, named Ian, but she comes from a family of girls. Like she only has aunts. Her, her aunts only had girls. Like, you know, so it, that's really, when you are really gunning for a boy or if there's like some sort of change, that I could understand when the entire family is invested in it. Like for me, they want Thomas and I to have a girl because we have boys in our family. Um, like I'm the only girl of brothers and they, you know, so I, I can understand that, but, um, good. Get big cupcakes then get a whole <laughs> fucking cake. Don't blow anything up. No. Yeah. Honestly, like a cake would, or, or those damn balloons that come out of an ugly box. Perfectly acceptable. So long as the balloons don't fly into the air and then become, um, litter or debris somewhere else, but, yep. or get a, attach themselves to a duck. So I'll see you tomorrow at like 10, 15 at your place. Yeah. Are you not going to come earlier? I'm not sure. So yeah, the, the shower renovation has begun, began, and uh, I am without my shower for how many ever weeks. So um, maybe I'll just try to take a shower every other day or so at a different place. Have you taken a horse bath yet? No, no, no. Cause I took my last shower this morning and when I go home, the, the tub will be gone or destroyed or demolished. Um, mm. so yeah, no, no more showers until it's, it's renovated into the nice black shower I'm hoping for. And at some point I will do what you said. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Just let me know. I mean, if you want to come earlier, that's fine. Jordan's coming out there too. So, um, it'll be me, Jordan and you guys. And I guess we have to come up with like talking points though. Do we need to? Uh, yeah, I think what we'll just basically do is, and by the way, they're, they're going to have to do a, like top up for the video. Okay. Um, oh, that's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll wear something nice. <laughs> top up, top presentable. <laughs> I'm always top presentable. I've you got are. grin. I've got like cantaloupes on my chest. I can't expose that. I never uh, do. I figure the easiest thing was, will be is like, hi, I'm Eric Chase from, uh, from the afternoon host on, uh, on Q105 and podcaster as well. I'm here with Alex Thomas from the Wellness and Recovery Center. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do and what's the warm line? Yeah, sounds good. It'll be that. Uh, and then I'll say, thanks, Alex. Back to you in the studio or some shit like that. How long are the videos supposed to be? I don't know. Chris is going to have to, Chris is going to tell us. Okay. So um, we'll, we'll figure it out. It's not like you and I are strangers. We know what we're talking about. We'll make it very right. simple. It'll work. It'll work for me. Good. It'll get me out of the house. Yeah, well, uh, to the other place that you go, the center. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.